record and you take it away. Sweet. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everyone. I'm extremely humbled, honored, grateful, and extremely gracious that we have with us today, Sean Stone, the one and only. He has dived into areas and places that I've never seen anyone really take the, um, I guess you could say, go for the jugular on, if you will. So without further ado, we've had uh, Mr. Stone on before, but this time around, we've decided to, uh, prior to this recording, to dive into some more specific elements of what both Sean and myself cover on our own um, uh, shows and platforms, respectively. So first off, how you doing, brother? And how's everything been on your end? You know, life has uh, been strange right now, I'll be honest. I'm at that place of, of my reality where I'm just ready to, like, break the matrix apart. I think that's where consciousness is going right now. Um, we're just tired, man. We're tired of this, this routine, the system that's like the limitations of it, the the lies of it, you know, the, the, the how do you explain? Like there's like an, it's almost just like this ennui, this boredom of like, okay, we get it. This thing is corrupt. What happens now? Where do we take it? Like, where do we go? Where, what are the living systems that allow us to actually like step into the powers that we are, the economies, the technologies, the things that are available to us, you know, as, as you know, homo galactic, galacticus or galactic, you know, what would that word be? Yeah, homo galactic, basically, that we are to like step into this new reality beyond the limitations of this matrix system. So, yeah, that's why I feel is happening. I feel like consciousness is just like cracking it and like collectively and I've been feeling it for months, just like this, like, oh, stagnation, like, come on, like, something's got to give here. We got to move. This, <laughs> this is more insane. like, come on. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with that said, um, of course, prior to to doing uh, to doing this recording, I've been uh, listening and watching um, a, a lot of your work and you seem to really be and I say this not because you're on the show, but you seem to be one of the few that I've found personally that I can correlate my interpretations of physics and philosophy directly with what you're saying. This idea of and please correct me if I'm wrong, but this idea of understanding yourself about looking internally instead of externally. So for example, by understanding yourself more, you are then able to perhaps, for lack of a better term, have more control of your environment by accepting that sometimes not having full control is the control, if that makes any sense. We definitely have to have to reconcile with the understanding that the main aspect of like spirituality which people may, you know, may call religion, but to me, it's just, it's a spiritual essence is faith and trust. And this ability to just let go and know that we are guided by a higher power. And consciousness is basically is one of our, our great glimpses into what we can call like God, right? This, this, this greater power that to transcends us. And we're all hooked into it at some level, but we're not fully conscious beings, right? You know, a lot of, a, we op, you know, we know our systems operate unconsciously, right? The way that our systems are so profoundly integrated, you know, our immune systems, our nervous systems, our whole body, the way that, you know, it, it basically like our cells replicate, know how to replicate, know and understand, you know, the genetic coding to, to basically, you know, to transmit information and, and then we interact with our environments. And so these things are happening unconsciously the same way with our, within our own minds, we have, how do you say, like, we tap into these these things and like dream times for example like you know you look at a dream and you go man did i write that who wrote that because it's like who's scripting the whole scenario in your dream literally it's like it's like a movie right if you're a vivid if you're a lucid dreamer you have vivid dreams it's like watching a movie right you've got like 
you know, not like, and it's, again, it, it's just like consciousness. Like you don't, there's this argument that our reality is like a, a, a what's that word? Um, a, a, sim a simulation or a video game where right now, you know, let's say you're in your room, you know, maybe the game hasn't loaded up. So you don't know if, if, if the rest of your house is there until you interface with it, right? <laughs> just like, in the game, it's like all the data is there, but it's not loaded up and, and like ready until you actually walk into that room. So it's the same with dreams. It's like, you know, maybe you don't have every detail. So things get fuzzy, but overall you're like, people are speaking. It's not just me. Maybe I might have some dialogue. Other people are, are interfacing. There's background. There's people, you know, that are like background in the dream. There's scenarios, there's visuals, there's sets, all these things. Who concocted all that? <laughs> and that's just, that's just our inner dream landscape, right? So what about this whole reality that we're talking about? Again, so much of this is like, you know, it's beyond our ability as perceiving things to comprehend, to be conscious of, to be aware of. It's so vast. And yeah, so again, like going back to your question just about, you know, how our consciousness, what we are aware of at least, is tied to the collective conscious, is tied to the collective experience of other earthlings right on this right. planet for experiences of, of earth and where we're moving towards which i think a lot of us feel you know like we've basically been intuiting like we're moving into like new dimensions of reality new dimensions of perception and consciousness things that the you know again for hundreds of years thousands of years the psychics the mystics have talked about have been able to perceive but now like i think more and more people are getting to that to that place have you from everything you said here, which absolutely incredible. I appreciate the, the response extensively, and I fully agree, by the way. Um, two questions. Uh, you can answer in any order you wish. Have you seen the film Tenet by chance with uh, Robert Pattinson and Denzel Washington's son? Yeah, 10-10. Ten, ten, ten. Um, honestly, we walked out by the uh, the, the third act. <laughs> it was oh, wow. can I, genuine question. No, sar no sarcasm. Can, can I ask why? Because I just thought it was bad. It wasn't well done. Mm. It was basically, uh, you know, it was the first film we saw. I remember that was 2020 during the lockdowns. And and I think it was like the first film that I actually went to a theater because I was in Australia. So I actually got to go to a theater and I was excited to go to the theater. And it was so, I was so, we were so bored by it. There was obviously a lot of critics were saying the sound was off, which was true. But it was just like, it was trying to be James Bond. Didn't have any of the, the sophisticated humor or let's say just the, the overall suave of it, the style of it. And was just very like, Nolan is a heavy director. Like Christopher Nolan is heavy. Like he's a little bit lead footed. And so when he's at his best with like a, a Dunkirk or a, a Dark Knight, the heaviness works with the atmosphere. Right. Um, even his Tesla film, I liked, you know, because it was about Tesla, right? But when it's like, but when it's like, when you just, when you're just like, okay, I'm tired of the heaviness, you got to break it up as a storyteller. I feel like you just, it just gets too much. And so for me, it was like this whole notion that a bullet going in reverse time somehow is more damaging than a bullet going in real and in, in forward time. But why would that be? 
That's a really good point. So with that said, the reason I did ask is because, and I appreciate your your take on that because there's a lot of people that I, I talk to where they'll, they'll say to me, you know, for example, it was, you know, too confusing or it was just uh, didn't really grasp the concept overall. It, to see your perspective, I really appreciate that because you seem like you understand it, but it was kind of just like, okay, so it's inverting certain objects in people's actions. What's the big deal? If you want, like for me, if you wanted to get like into this inversions, like this, this notion of inversions, Twin Peaks does it or Lynch in general does it right with all kinds of reverse speech and things like this, but he does it in a way that at least is humorous. And that's why I was a preach about Lynch. Like even when things like, you know, talk about complex, like, you know, I, I, I still don't understand <laughs> most of his, of his work, you know, but you get like, you get insights, you get like little moments of it. Aha. Okay. It's an occult, it's sort of an occult esoteric perspective of, of, of reality, but at least he does it with a way that's that when it's well done, has a lightness and a humor, right? Right. That makes it more digestible. Right. So when one particular thing from the scene of, of the film Tenet um, early on in the first act, I believe, or transitioning into, I think, first act, um, and then then we'll, we'll drop it. But when you see the scientist explain to the protagonist, Denzel Washington's son, forgive me, I, I don't know his name, when she said, don't try and understand it, feel it with respects to you're not shooting the bullet, you're catching it. Would you liken that perhaps to putting everything else about the film aside? Would you liken that sentence to perhaps something that has been missing from uh, the educational system? We see, for example, a lack of what's been called, what's you know, the, what's the sentence exactly? Again? Uh, don't try and understand it, feel it. Speaking to intuition. Yeah. And, and, yes. yeah. Yes. I mean, you know what, what it's interesting because a lot of people talk about fifth dimension or fifth you know 5d uh fifth density or dimensionality and i tend to think that fifth dimensionality is what the mystics and the psychics and others have always been in relationship with and it's it and we all have access to it it's our intuition i think a lot of human beings have been whether reared culturally, you know, afflicted, whatever it may be away from steered away from that, that, in, that intuitive perspective of reality, that trust in the inner knowing. And so, you know, we look at it in 2020, we look at it 2020 as a culmination of the Catholic control of the world. It's really interesting. Like people talk about like scientism and the scientific dictatorship, but this is all religious controls. This is thousands of years of people basically believing an authority figure is standing between you and what you want to call God. Can or we like this on your inner knowing? Right. Can we liken this to if we were to scale it down for a moment, for example, to perhaps any industry and in business or in, in anything where, for example, whether it's Wall Street, whether it's even STEM, you know, uh, in academia, where it's kind of like, you know, let the experts do what they do. Only they, you know, they know better than us when in reality, respectfully, I, everyone, in my opinion, has a unique skill or talent, but we're all just humans reading. You see what I'm saying? We are all humans. And, and again, I mean, I honestly have so much respect for, for, for intelligence, for people that can, you know, because I know, like, I know where I have certain strengths and honestly, my, a lot of my strengths are more in the intuitive side. Um, and so I'm always baffled by, you know, people that really do deeply understand, you know, concepts that have to do with, 
you name it, uh, science, engineering, um, you know, law. I mean, you, you know, I always re I respect people that, that, that work in any field, but I also understand that they have their limitation and bias, right? And that's the thing that we have to acknowledge. Like when you take advice from someone or listen to someone, just we have to recognize that like, okay, but they have their bias of experience of sometimes of money, you know, of position, right? They might be monetarily influenced or their identity might be based around their position in, in society. So, you know, they might be fixed there. So I'm always interested by the outliers, the ones who are like, you know, the mainstream, the mainstream culture is that which is already manifested. I'm interested by that which has yet to manifest, right? The ones that have been lurking around you know around the outside the outskirts like the graham hancocks and others and you know then occasionally they flash in and then all of a sudden they're on netflix and it's like mainstream you know uh, recognition of graham hancock's thoughts which have been around you know for decades right a lot of people have obviously read and heard about them but like entering a new place of, of of understanding so those types are always more interesting to me because they're not scared of challenging the status quo which again is not reality it's not truth it's just an accepted perspective for certain periods of time, as we know throughout history, that's all that happens. You get accepted perspectives of, you know, the body and science, uh, accepted perspectives of law and, you know, what's legal, what's lawful, what's, you know, what's, what's the morality of the, you know, all these things are shifting. Right. But the, but the, but the interesting ones are the, the, the Gnostics in a sense, the ones that have more like intuitive relationship to, to knowledge, to wisdom, um, who are willing to challenge the authority of the state, who are sometimes willing to be excommunicated or executed for their beliefs. And so it hasn't ended just because we say now we're in a democratic society. Great. You know, that doesn't mean they're not still trying to silence you and persecute you and exile you. And, and you know, even from Twitter or whatever social media platform, YouTube, if you're not fitting into the status quo, right? Right. I, I couldn't agree more. Speaking of which, I personally, on a personal level, I fully agree with you uh, pertaining to the uh, the Gnostics. They seem to have this ability to keep a fine balance between what we would call logic and mathematics and science, but also implementing it with intuition. So perhaps, you know, merging physics with metaphysics, right? Uh, the world of the very large and the very small. But um, speaking of, of all that along that line, speaking of challenging the, the narrative and the status quo, um, I know that he is not a, I don't believe a scientist, but in any way or means. And to be honest with you, I think we need a bit more of an insertion of either scientists from outside of the current realm or non-scientists sort of jumping in. And so I, this leads me to my question to ask you about Mr. David Icke. Um, I don't want to ask in a way saying, do you believe him? Yes or no. I believe it's far more than just a black and white sort of question here. But with respects to this concept of a, a holographic simulation uh, control system, you know, a luge feeding, we see, some can say that MKUltra may have been a result of that or a, a product of the bigger picture of this luge feeding by these non-human beings. Um, would you subscribe ideologically to any of this or... Yes. Uh, look, we live in a reality that is based in feeding. You can look at the apple, you know, the apple allegory of the fall of Adam and Eve, right? It works on many levels. Feeding begins, right, when he eats of the apple. It's like everything else was provided for in the garden. All of a sudden, eating 
you know, maybe that transformed from a non-physical into a physical being to survive in this realm, embodied realm, we have to feed, right? We eat of the earth, we eat the animals of the earth. Um, they eat likewise other animals or of the earth. So it's all a feeding process. It's also connected to sexuality. How much of uh, life is basically in, in many ways, you could look at sexuality as a feeding process and a low and it's in, in a lower understanding of sexuality, which is oftentimes where it at where it is right. Many many times sexuality is predicated more in the in the in the lustful feeding concept of oh I want your energy or I want you know to 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 to, to take from you energetically, as opposed to the higher sexuality, which is merging, which is reciprocal, right, which is more of a, a giving and receiving. That's that's a that's a more of a yin yang concept, which is a higher version but much of the lower frequency of sexuality is simply possession control right this is thousands of years of female persecution because women were looked at as literally bodies to be possessed right as you know property literally under legal structures even napoleonic law i mean all the way through that time period it's basically the female as property of the male and that's even interpreted from the catholic you know some of the older Catholic traditions, right, was the female's property of the male. So it was like this feeding experience that uh, that we have all been part of. And I think that we are now hopefully, not to say that, you know, you can ever, I don't know if you can ever live in the earth plane without some level of feeding, but making it reciprocal is always the, the, the beauty, right? The idea of like, what a lot of the indigenous practices or even the Jew, you know, the Judeo-Christian tradition of like uh, giving and the Islamic as well, giving prayer to the animal. Right. That's considered like halal is, or, you know, it's it's in Islam and Judaism, both like you basically if you give praise or pray, you know, to the animal, basically giving thanks. Right. Honoring the creator that made the animal offering, honoring the sacrifice of the animal, then you're putting yourself into a different position than simply taking feeding. So this is where I think the evolution and consciousness is, 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 is going to move us towards is this more reciprocity of honoring beings and respecting beings as expressions of God so that we no longer see the God outside of ourselves. We no longer see the source of power outside of ourselves, economy, all this, all these economies are, 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 are principally flawed because it's always the powerhouse is in, is in the bank. It's in that central bank that issues the currency like the one you know like it's like saying like that's the center of power is out there outside of me if i can't get that currency i don't have power but why don't i why am i not able to issue my own currency i am you know i'm here for this time on earth right as like as as someone that has energy and if people want to if people like my energy if they want to honor me if they say i like your ideas whatever i like your, the way you think i like your you know whatever it may be your vision I want to work with you so so that's actually the essence of the power is my own creativity my own energy and likewise you likewise everyone on this planet so if we can shift the notion of, of source away from the external source for thousands of years the god outside of yourself the god that's you know in the sky the sun whatever it may be and stop looking at it as yes we can honor the sun we can honor these different sources these different lights but know that the power and the source is also within me, right? Now we can start to create economies where people are basically just doing things
based on honor, respect, love, appreciation. Yeah, you know what? I'll clean the dishes because you cooked. You know, yeah, I, 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 yeah. You know, I'm happy to sit with you and talk with you because you know, because you know, you're an interesting person, and so let's you know, let's break bread together. I mean, there's there's many ways of understanding this, and obviously, people would say like, well, what about the menial task? It's like, but is it is it menial to, to, to be a farmer? Or is that not like one of the most beautiful things you can do is be in relationship with the land? How do we get this all screwed up? A hundred years ago, most of the population were farmers. So what made that menial? Your system, your matrix, determined that is menial work. But actually it's God's work. Man, I, holy crap. I, I thank you so much, truly. To I just appreciate you for you, man. That is very well said. And if I may interject with, probably a very terrible example, but if I may liken to just uh, attempt to paraphrase what you said there, it's like, for example, if you and I will go out to um, a beach and there's all these waves, you know, water waves coming in and I say, Sean, let me grab a bucket and let me try and grab some of this water so we can keep it for ourselves. But then you say, Dave, hold on, let's get the waves to hit each other and reciprocate off each other. So the waves will then just build up to even more waves by working together, if that makes sense. That's correct. That's correct. Exactly. From it's, you know, curvature, as you know, right, is, is the nature of, of our, of our world, right? Yeah. I think that's why the Fibonacci sequence is found all over, you know, the plant world, the curve, you know, the curves of life it's called, right? And it's like, what do curves do? They, they, they create in a sense, a force, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it's centrif centrifugal or centripetal in this case, but essentially this, this, this movement, right? Like a feet, you know, whether it's a torsion, right? It's got like, it creates its own momentum is the point. Once you start with the curvature, like it basically starts to then flow as we know, like that's why all these experiences of, of, of like maybe non-gravitational or anti-gravitational technologies, it's like, it's predicated on this notion, right? Of spiraling spirals. And this goes back to my mind where Tesla was talking about when he was saying like, you know, we've basically been using masculine uh, explosive power, you know, as our fuel sources, right? And we've forgotten, we've missed the, the feminine, the yin process and the yin, you know, which is more circular, vortical. Um, more implosion perhaps than if a male would be explosion, female. Well, it's flow, it's flow. It's basically right. flow. So once you start in that that vortical process, it becomes its own flow. You don't have to. There's less effort involved, right? Because right. now you're just well, now you're just using the momentum to carry you. And so this is where I see like the nature of our consciousness, our economies, our technologies, all having to move more into this this domain, right? Of working with exactly that that momentum of the curve of the spiral. You, man, I want to say that I, I don't claim to know everything from a scientific end, but speaking with a lot of academics and, and working with them behind the scenes in, in many regards, you, I will just say that um, relative to the, in my opinion, deliberate butchering in public academia to make sure people don't crack or understand what we call anti-gravity or all the free energy, you name it, you literally just described better than any mathematician could. 
essentially how anti-gravity works in various forms, in my opinion. And I think, again, not uh, not to dive into all of this, but I think it speaks to this idea that, you know, our ancestors, to your point, were not, um, I said this on a, a conference call with some uh, engineers and physicists the other day, our ancestors were not running uh, Riemannian metric tensors and all this, you know, Ritchie tensors and all this kind of stuff. There was none of that. It was based off of what you said, the concept of vortex and the rings. And so it speaks to this idea that, you know, perhaps things like uh, you know string theory were introduced to I'm you know just speculative to stagnate the field while giving the progress uh, the illusion of progress for example